Welcome to LHU, where we work through various topics, questions, and issues to help followers of Jesus engage their minds and grow in their faith. Welcome back to Things the Bible Never Said. We've been taking popular phrases, things often repeated. Maybe yep. you said them yourself, asking the question, what does the Bible actually say about this topic? Mm. Today we have maybe one of the most pervasive of all, which is God only helps those who help themselves. Mm. This is often attributed to Ben Franklin. And so wow. we started with Tupac, Only God Can Judge You. Now we're over to Ben. Covered the gamut. It's a pretty good range, I feel like we've <laughs> Absolutely. hit. Absolutely. Um, but this goes further back than Ben Franklin. This actually goes all the way back to various Greek religions that would say, the gods, plural, mm. only help those who help themselves. Or, you know, there's little common sense sayings like, luck favors the prepared. And mm. so this is everywhere. This is very pervasive. And um, part of that, I think, is it sounds true. Yeah. That sound, so many of these phrases, totally. they sound true. They sound like they make sense. And so we just accept them as true, but in fact, there's some major problems with God only helps those who help themselves. Absolutely. I think the, the magnetic draw to its plausibility is really rooted, once again, in our American spirituality, mm. that we love independence. Yeah. American spirituality sort of fosters this, this mindset that we are uh, really the master of our own helms. Mm. We are the culprit of our own successes. Sure. We are really... Um, the one that leads to our own destinations. And so, at best, what we like to do <laughs> is partner with God. Yeah. And so, we really like this when we don't understand that that is not at all what the Bible says. Mm. Matter of fact, when you consider the life of Jesus and the fact that he left heaven to come and make of himself nothing, that he embedded himself in and among his creation, mm. took on the form of a servant, yeah. obedient unto the Father, even to the point of death, yeah. the cursed death mm. on a cross, wow. being nailed to a tree so that we could be grafted into the family of God mm. as the people of God. What that clearly demonstrates is the gospel shows us that it was him who did everything wow. when we could do nothing. Yeah. And so God doesn't help those that help themselves. What that clearly shows us is God helps those that are helpless. Mm. And this is why the apostle Paul, when he wrote to the church in Colossians, he said this, when you and I were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive with Christ. Wow. So, I mean, at face value, what that clearly says is, is God did everything and we did nothing. Why? Yeah. Because we were dead. Mm. It's really hard for dead people to do something. Yeah, and great. so God not only made us alive in Jesus, he then redeemed us, mm. he renewed us, he now commissioned us to live for him. Why and how? Mm. With his Holy Spirit in us. Yeah. Not only both to will to follow God, sure. but to do what he calls us to. Mm. It's, it's, it's a clear picture that he does all the work, Absolutely. and we simply follow. Yeah. Now, what we don't want to do is overstate the case. Yep. What we're not saying is because God helps those that are helpless rather than only those that can help themselves, therefore, there's now nothing for us to do. Totally. So be complacent. 
don't work hard, don't plan. Do nothing. Yeah, in reality, Scripture is full of admonitions to put your, man, work hard, think through. Proverbs mm. in particular talks about be diligent, yeah. be faithful. So there's a balance that comes in there. This is why Paul, in the same book you just same quoted, passage. where he says, hey, you were dead, God made you alive, it's all on him. He then goes on to say, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart mm. as working for the Lord, not for men. So he's not saying you're in by grace, therefore do nothing. What he's saying is you're in by grace and that should create a real gratitude that propels you to action. Amen. See, I think the more we realize, you and I realize that everything in our life is a gift, yep. the less we take it for granted and the more we actually put effort into. Amen. This is why Paul says in Philippians, forgetting what is behind yep. and straining towards what is ahead. Totally. That if you're watching this right now, your heart is beating and you don't control that. Mm. I don't control that. You didn't design that heart. Your lungs are inhaling and exhaling. You didn't make that air. That's yep. all a gift. Totally. And the more we realize that whatever success we achieve or hard work mm. that we try to pull ourselves up from our bootstraps, it's all based on God's gifts yep. rather than our own grit and determination. Not to say that doesn't play a part in it, but the more we realize it's based on gifts, the more we want to use those gifts from a place of gratitude totally. and effort. And I think, I think that is the bedrock foundational thought that we must live from, mm. is that God first helped those that cannot help themselves yeah. so that now we can live for him. Yeah. But it doesn't negate, as Paul is going to tell, you know, the philosophers at the top of the Areopagus, he said, in him, yeah. we live, we move, and we have our very existence. Mm. As you said earlier, he holds all things together. He's the one that permitted your heart to just beat yeah. and your lungs to exhale. Mm. In him, he holds it all together. Wow. Knowing that now should inspire us and mm. compel us. Now, whatever we have, we want to we want to give it back to him. Sure. So this is why Paul will go on to say, you and I and those of us watching are God's masterpiece. Mm. His poetry, his story that he's writing, created mm. brand new in Christ Jesus. Why? Because we were once dead, now we're alive. Why? Paul goes on to say, so that we can fulfill the good works that he planned for us yeah. long ago. There's good works to do. <laughs> yeah. He saved us for he, it, as, as, as one scholar would say, he didn't save us because of our good works. He saved us for good works. Mm. So now that we can live for him, as Martin Luther one time said, God doesn't need your good works, but your neighbor does. Wow. Meaning that God wants to now use your life hmm. to radiate himself through your life. Yeah. Many times by doing good works, by working earnestly mm. under the Lord, by working diligently, by working joyfully yeah. for him. But the blessings don't come because of our works. Yeah. The blessings are many times found in doing the work. Sure. Put, put another way, there's a pastor, theologian we both really like named Tim Keller, mm. who would say the story of Christianity. I thought you were going to give another pop icon. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> like 50 Kanye West. Or Kanye, right. Um, <laughs> but Keller is... is Absolutely noteworthy. Yeah, he's not as good as a rapper, though. <laughs> um, but Keller would say that the story of Christianity is not you work for acceptance mm. or you work to be loved. So many religions and so much of culture is you put your best foot forward, you, you, you check the boxes to be accepted. You know, yeah. you show up for a job interview. Here's why I deserve this position. Mm. You, you apply for a college or a sports team. 
here's what I bring to the table. And right. so you meet the standard so that you'll be accepted and so that you'll be loved. Christianity's backwards. Totally. You start with nothing. You right. start dead, and Jesus says, I want him. Mm. I want him, I want her. So we don't work for a place of acceptance. Mm-hmm. God's already died for you. We work from a place of acceptance. Amen. Uh, because of everything he's given us. Amen. And so, okay. I, I have a friend that, that so often says, we're all on scholarship uh. and none of us earned it. Wow. Jesus earned it for us. Mm. And so our being in the family is because of he scholarshiped us in. Wow. Because of the work and the accomplished work of Jesus himself. And Man, so. That's good. Am that, I the yeah. friend that says that? No, you, no <laughs> you're not that smart. <laughs> so, uh, all that to say, God helps those who only help themselves. Mm-mm. It's not really true. God no. helps those who are helpless, like mm-hmm. you, like me, like Amen. you. But then from there, he has a beautiful plan of growth and purpose Mm. that we give back because of the gift that he has given us. Totally. Hope this course has been helpful. We would love to hear from you. If it has, shoot us an email, reach out to the church. Any final thoughts as we close this? Yeah, yeah. I, I would just remind us that you should always remember, God will never give you more than you could handle. (laughs) God wants you happier than anything else. So follow your heart and don't forget, God only helps those that help themselves. And of course, only God can judge you. See you guys.